Dear listeners, welcome to the podcast of the European Reference Network GuardHeart, the ERN of rare and complex heart diseases in both adult and pediatric patients across the European Union. Today we have two guests, Professor Jan Januczek, pediatric cardiologist, and he is the main representative of Motul University Hospital in Prague, and Teresa Tavachova, resident in pediatric cardiology. Uh, welcome, Jan and Teresa. Yeah, thank, thank you, Nienke. Um, Jan, may I start with the first question? Uh, can you tell us briefly about your city, Prague? Yeah, everybody probably will know uh, where Prague is located. It's the capital of the Czech Republic, and it's a city of uh, a little bit more than one million people. And um, it's a historical city. It has not been destroyed um, in the during the Second World War. So it's a very beautiful historical center in the city. Uh, many uh, tourists are coming in over the years. So we sometimes feel being our um, uh, coming into the centers being foreigners as well, because you may uh, barely hear any Czech language there anymore. But anyway, it's nice for visiting. And um, I think specifically sometimes of the year where the tourist traffic is not so high, like the late autumn or beginning of, uh, of spring, may be nice to visit Prague. Thank you. Um, Teresa, can you tell us something about your hospital and what is the main focus? Yes, uh, so we're based in one of the biggest hospitals in Czech Republic, maybe the biggest hospital in Czech Republic, uh, which uh, takes care of adults and children, but mainly children. Uh, we are one of the biggest hospitals for children in uh, Middle Europe. And uh, so we take care of uh, all children with specific diseases, not only uh, cardiac conditions, but also um, problems with lungs, uh, with metabolic diseases as well. The metabolic diseases are uh, in a different hospital as well, uh, rheumatic diseases and so on. And uh, we often take care not only uh, for children from Czech Republic, but also from abroad. So, I okay. Think perhaps yes. to add, we are the only pediatric cardiovascular center in the country. So we are taking care of a population of 10.5 million people, uh, which means roughly uh, 800 uh, children born with congenital heart disease each year. And we provide a full-scale care for, for this population, including um, everything what belongs to pediatric cardiology and cardiac surgery. Uh, transplant, uh, mechanical support, and uh, anything else. Thank you. Um, and, and Jan, why did you become a member of the ERN and in which thematic areas? Yeah, I think it was a logical step because if we were looking at our diagnosis of the, di on the, diagno the diagnosis of uh, the, our patients, we have realized that Probably, I would guess, we have not counted exactly, but probably 70 to 80 percent of uh, the diagnosis are rare diseases, which includes uh, the specific areas like familiar electrical disease, familiar cardiomyopathies, special electrophysiologic conditions, and congenital heart disease. While the main, main part of our patients is um, a structural congenital heart disease, still the other 
uh, focuses uh, represent a, a reasonable part of our patient population. And I think while taking care of that high percentage of uh, rare disease or orphan disease patients, it was quite logical to, uh, to be uh, the member of the ERN and to benefit from the cooperation and uh, from everything what ERN is offering. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Teresa, uh, what can you specifically contribute to the ERN? Um, as been said, uh, our center comprises all of the patient children with congenital heart defects or heart conditions. So we have a lot of data and uh, data from this population. Um, so we're interested in a long-term follow-up so we could provide this data to uh, the ERN um, registries, for example, so uh, we could um, manage these patients better. And um, yes, we we organize a lot of meetings. Well, a lot of we, we organize some meetings for our patients. Uh, we provide them uh, by brochures. Um, uh, we um, did in cooperation with ERN, so that would be our contribution. Yes, perfect. And I, I would I would perhaps add Ninke, yes? a specific thing uh, why I think. Uh, we may offer really data which are interesting because we are a relatively small country. We have one uh, pediatric cardiac center. We have a very good follow-up of our uh, treated patient population, and we have long-term data by matching the outcomes with the death registry and cardiovascular intervention registries in adults. So we can really provide decades of follow-up in terms of survival and intervention and re-intervention pre-survival. And this is, I think, a big benefit. And this is probably something Scandinavian countries are able to do, but many countries not so much. So uh, I think that may be our, our contribution, such long-term studies. Thank you, uh, Jan. And, and on the other side, what do you expect from the ERN? I think we, we were uh, historically very much concerned at the specific patient diagnostics and treatment. And uh, we did not so much provide the other things like uh, support of the patient and families in terms of information, uh, social support, exchange of uh, patient, um, uh, of, of the information for the families about uh, treatment uh, modalities and uh, uh, treatment uh, treatment details. And I think since we were uh, the a member of ERN, we have learned by organizing, for instance, the patient meetings that it, this is a very valuable part of our job. It's very rewarding. And uh, I think that's one part that really is supported by ERN, what we have learned besides other things, of course, like participating in registries and exchanging knowledge uh, and expertise and discussing patients. So I think the support of the collateral activities for this patient population is probably the, the most important thing we, we gain, we get from, uh, from the uh, guard heart. Thank you. 
Um, Theresa, we have also some personal questions, and the first one I would like to ask to you, um, and it is, where did you train? And of course, you're still in training as well. And and who was your most important mentor? Uh, so since I finished uh, the university, I've been working here at the Teaching University Hospital uh, Motto in Prague. Uh, so this is my training hospital, and um, uh, I, I must say that the most important mentor for me is uh, uh, sitting next to me, uh, Professor Janoszek. Um I'm not just saying it because he's sitting next to me. Uh, I really appreciate uh, that I got the chance to be here, and uh, he's he's making it uh, available to me to uh, deal with patients with uh, EP conditions and um, He's also forcing me to to read a lot of uh, stuff, so uh, he's been very important to me. But I must say that uh, uh, any of my colleagues, everyone was uh, really helpful anytime I needed help. So all of them, basically. Great. Um, and Jan, it was a little way more back in time, but where did you train and who was your most important mentor? Yeah, I, I did initially train for pediatric cardiology here at the Prague Heart Center, Prague Children's Heart Center, and um, that was in the 80s. And uh, we had a great mentor, which was uh, Professor Milan Shamanek. He was the founder of this of this department, and I think he really uh, tried to steer us in terms that we are not doing uh, just clinical medicine, but also doing research and writing manuscripts and so on. So I think this this was a truly big mentor person in my professional life. Uh, regarding uh, pediatric electrophysiology, uh, I am one of the early generation pediatric electrophysiologists, and I would mention uh, two mentors. Uh, first, Thomas Paul from um, uh, that time Hanover, Germany, nowadays Göttingen. Uh, he trained me in the beginning and I have been uh, visiting him for half a year. And then the other institution that um, uh, gave me a lot was the Texas um, the Children's um, um, Texas Children's Hospital and um, their pediatric cardiology. And the time in the early 90s, this was let's say the only institution really specialized in pediatric electrophysiology with Tim Garson being the leader there. So this is the other institution that gave me real, real training for the specific, uh, specific specialization. Thank you. Um, and uh, Jan, what was the most important lesson learned? The most important lesson, that is what I tell Teresa each day, is to have a goal. So to have something you would like to do uh, besides your normal clinical day and to fulfill that goal and achieve that goal, writing manuscript or doing a study or whatever. Uh, and I think Milan Shamanek was a person that clearly told us all the all the time Nobody will care about you if you are known for that writing a uh, good clinical um, report, but uh, the people will remember you if you are really active in terms of research and publications and 
uh, appearance on uh, meetings and so on. So I think having a goal and uh, achieving the goal is a very important part. Thank you. And uh, Teresa, um, do you have uh, an, an idea of, of your most important lesson learned until now? Uh, so obviously now I'm uh, going to work on my goals. <laughs> but uh, so far, uh, I think the most important thing I learned is uh, to never underestimate uh, the point of view of the parents. Um, that uh, even though uh, we 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 think that the kid is fine, uh, we need to uh, take into account the fact that the parents they know him the best. So um, sometimes we need to examine a little bit more, even though we think that the kid is fine. That's what I learned so far. Yes, it's very very nice to hear. Um, and then we have some questions that's something completely different. Um, Teresa, what is your favorite sport? Um, I, I really like running. I run a lot. So um, that's my favorite thing to do every morning before work. And Jan? Yeah, I must say Teresa is running 10 kilometers each morning. Uh, so... <laughs> that's well, incredible each morning. so she's coming in in uh, her running dress for the morning meeting and um, <laughs> my favorite is um, uh, skiing and bicycling basically very sportive people there in Prague um, and your favorite holiday destination Jan may I start with you Difficult question. There are so many beautiful holiday destinations. But if I may answer, or if I may give one answer, that would be the Bohemian Forest Mountains in the south of the Czech Republic. So I like to go there very much. That sounds very nice. And uh, Teresa? Um, well, I, I love mountains and I really like sea. So uh, I will look for something that combines both things. So probably northern Italy, there is the food as well. So that's the best destination for me, I think. Great. Um, well, thank you to both of you. Uh, it was nice to hear your answers. And also uh, thanks to all the listeners uh, of this podcast. And we hope to meet you next week again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.